0: Hello everybody, Monty here, Um, I wanted to start this off with saying I am so sorry in the delay in uploads, Um, the holiday season just put a big old dent in my workflow, it's my first holiday with kids and you know we had to go to different grandparents' house and we had to do a whole lot of shit for the kids and it was worth it and great, I don't regret anything but it's a lot crazier than just being a single guy doing Christmas for sure. Also, I finally got my voice back. It's not 100% as you can hear, um, but it's finally enough for me to be able to record. So as long as you don't care that I sound super nasally, um, I will post and I will keep producing uh, podcast content. Um, Just don't get sick, man. I got hit with like whatever respiratory viral infection is going around. It's not COVID. It's not the flu. It's just something that's laid me out for like six days now, I think. And on day six or seven, I finally am able to speak closer to how I usually am. So again, thank you so much for your patience. And don't forget, if you enjoy this content, go to the Patreon. It helps me out a lot. You know, I use the Patreon money to just do more stuff for the podcast. Um, But otherwise, feel free and have fun listening to me narrate my book while I'm super nasally. Thanks. slander chapter three lilith idaho panhandle national forest winter 2034 how'd your first day go honey despite the garbled video connection his voice was rich with baritone and compassionate it always set her mind at ease not bad just the usual orientation stuff they took us around campus we got to meet the student senate The man restrained to the video call gave a warm, toothy smile. They just gotta get that stuff out of the way, honey. Boring, but necessary. She couldn't help but give a giddy smile back in return. Her own grin reflected in the smaller video feed tucked away in the screen's corner. Is mom home yet? Something nudged her shoulder. On instinct, she rolled away before her eye was even open. It scanned her surroundings in half a second. Trees light snow. A young scout patiently crouched over her where she was lying. Sorry, comrade captain. She propped herself up on the frosted soil and moss, minding the tension in her muscles. It's all right. Don't worry about it. The scout stretched out a gloved hand. Lilith took it gratefully, groaning as she rose. The scout was from her own squad. Lopez, etched onto his helmet. Lopez was one of the smallest fighters in Leviathan. Lilith was almost two heads taller than him. His small stature offset with a deadly handsome face and uncanny aptitude for room clearing. We've been secure for a while. Ironsides radioed the horde since you were racked out. The weary scout scratched at the dense stubble forming on his face. Should be here soon. Lilith allowed herself a sigh of relief. The combat team could rest easy soon. The horde was the beating heart of Leviathan. It was a camp, a mess hall, a workshop, a med bay, and a forward operating base spread out amongst dozens of vehicles. Most of all, though, it was home. And home sounded good. The two wastelanders made their way leisurely towards a clearing where the rest of Leviathan's combat team were gathering. The heavy footfalls of the power-armored vanguard were mixed with the quick steps of the scouts. In the middle of the group, vanguard captain Ironside stood tall. A near-finished joint pinched between his lips. All right, folks, horde's on its way. His voice was slightly hoarse, but still carrying well. Whoops and cheers came from the squads gathered. The faces in the crowd were haggard. After a day of combat and Idaho's unrelenting winter chill, relief couldn't come sooner. The armored captain took the final drag from the spliff in between his lips. His words preceded by a wet cough. The support guys found a good sight about two miles from our cords. One more hike and we can take it easy. What few groans that came from the gathered fighters were overshadowed by the high spirits the fighting men and women had as they readied themselves for the short trek. Lopez gave Lilith a nod, jogging off to get the squad ready for movement. As his steps faded, Ironside strode to his pier. The fatigue in his face was obvious. How was the nap, comrade? He paused for a moment, regarding her with sincere softness. You look like shit, uh, respectfully. Lilith rolled her eyes, but couldn't keep herself from smirking. Yeah, Sides, I'm okay too, hat." The banter was always a good sign. The big man's way of saying, I'm okay, don't worry about me, in not so many words. Together, they took a knee and drafted a quick battle plan on an old iPad, using a digital map as a blackboard for their stylus markings. What's the vanguard's strength at? Ironsides cast his eyes over one shoulder and then the other. Some minor injuries. Everyone can walk, but some of the suits are in bad shape from the machine gun fire. Lilith was drawing out a diamond formation for the movement. Are the compromised suits able to move at all? Ironsides nodded, only at half speed. We'd have to slow the whole formation down to keep them in the safe zone. Lilith marked the positions each squad would man in the formation, keeping the more nimble scouts on the perimeter, the still-functioning battlesuits behind them, and finally, the wounded and malfunctioning battlesuits well-guarded in the center. Then that's what we'll do. The movement through the mountainous, forested terrain was slow going on the best of days, and only slower with the hamstrung vanguard troopers setting the pace. Lilith was in the forwardmost recon element, taking a casual but stealthy stride alongside the other scouts in her squad. The next squad was fifty meters behind them, leading the battle-damaged war suits of the vanguard, who also had scout squads guarding their rear and flanks. This is ass, came a whiny whisper from Lilith's left. Lilith bore her single eye straight through the young initiate who had spoken. Initiate Duff! Where the fuck is your noise, Discipline? She lowered her eyes and let out a sigh. Duff was a transfer from the support unit, a volunteer even. Lilith measured her paces so that her and the girl were within whisper range. What do you think scouts do, Duff? The girl was clearly out of her element here. She avoided eye contact. I I don't know, Comrade Captain. This irritated Lilith, but she stemmed her anger. Look, buddy, think of this as on-the-job training, okay? Lilith did her best to sound reassuring. Honestly, what do you think we do out here? No wrong answers for now. This lightened Duff's Spirits. I don't know, sneak around, slit throats, fuck up the fundies and shit. A toothy smile grew in place of Lilith's usual grimace. At least she's mostly right. Yeah, we're scouts. We do some no-nonsense gangster shit out here. But we're also the support for the Vanguard unit. Confusion struck Duff's face. Those Space Marine motherfuckers back there need support? Lilith's radio chirped. Scout actual. Vanguard actual. We're gonna need five if we can spare. One of the suit's hydro lines popped. Over. Lilith sat down and gave her knees and back a rest. Vanguard actual. Scout actual. You got five. All scouts hold position. Over. Hey guys, sick Monty here, but um, I don't have ads, obviously, I don't have a sponsor, so this isn't really an ad break, this is just me reminding you guys that, hey, there is a Discord that goes with this podcast, where we talk about things related to the podcast and things that aren't so related to the podcast, if you can think of it we probably have a channel for it um we also have a patreon that does support the podcast that i will always plug because anything you guys would like to donate or commit to to help me out doing this every month would be awesome we use the patreon money to do stuff for the podcast to kit out the studio and such so please consider that and i'll let you get back to your show Lilith set herself down on a comfortable-looking mossy stone, leaning her rifle against her thigh and loosening her pack. Duff did the same, leaning her back against the stone while Lilith spoke. The vanguard might be the heavy guns, but heavy guns need a lot of babying. Duff fished a power bar out of her ruck bag, speaking in between voracious bites of expired chunks of chocolate peanut butter-flavored calories. How do you mean... The support unit usually maintains the war suits. Lilith could sense she was making some headway with the girl. That's correct. Support shops at the Horde fix up the warsuits when they come back in from battle. But the scouts keep them alive in combat. This gave Duff some pause as her teeth wrestled through the remainder of her power bar. I just didn't think space marine types would need that much help in combat, you know? Lilith checked her watch, three minutes until they were on the move again. Duff, have you ever been inside a war suit? Duff shook her head. It's not space marine shit, nowhere near that techie. It's just a heavy lifter frame with some modifications that we slapped some skulls, spikes, and armor on. You can't see shit out of it, especially if you've got a face shield mounted. It'll stop most rounds, but if it gets hit in the right spots or with a big enough gun, you're fucked. Lilith took a deep breath before continuing. The suits malfunction in combat a lot. The battery power pack is juiced beyond its safe range, and gods help you if that thing is popping off while you're stuck inside it, let alone while you're getting shot at. Duff was silent. The cogs were starting to work together in her mind. And the people that fight in those death traps aren't space marines, either. They're our friends, Duff. Lilith gently tousled the young initiate's hair, putting her at some ease. And we gotta keep our friends safe. Lilith checked her watch a final time, just a single minute before getting back on the move. What's the point then? The question caught her off guard. Say again? Duff looked mildly irritated at repeating herself. Why do we use the warsuits if they're so dangerous? Lilith slung her rifle and cinched her ruck pack back on tight. Because, Duffy, the warsuits scare the shit out of the Dominion, and that keeps a lot of our other friends safe. After another hour of moving at half-speed, and another two rests for emergency repairs on the suits, the scouts and vanguard of the Leviathan Brigade could finally set eyes on their home, the Horde. From a distance, it could have been mistaken as a massive tailgate music festival. Dozens of vehicles circled in a clearing, with dozens more tents and shops nestled within them. Upon drawing near, the average observer could see that this was more than just a simple caravan, The vehicles themselves were all modified for combat to some degree. Pickup trucks had been fitted with machine guns, old minivans and cargo trucks had been given improvised armor and firing ports. What few military issue vehicles that the Horde possessed had been defaced and changed to not be confused with the nation they once served. Amongst the tents and shops were triage areas, armories, and kitchens, manned by the support unit. But the bulk of the people milling about were the horde's throngs of camp followers, all eager to congratulate their combat team on their return to safety. After a long combat patrol and a frustrating trek back, every one of the fighters under Lilith and Ironsides was eager to finally take a rest. Friends and family from amongst the camp followers surged out to meet them, giving their beleaguered fighters a warm welcome Spouses held tight to each other, children rode on shoulders or clung to their parents' legs. It all brought a genuine smile to Lilith's face. Leviathan didn't fight well because of anything as complicated as freedom, not for anything so political. Leviathan fought to keep her people safe. That's all it had to do. A pale-faced, shy-looking woman brought Lilith out of her deep thought, offering a deliciously aromatic soup to her. Without thought, the scout gulped it straight out of the bowl. "'cherishing every drop.' "'She extended the bowl back out to the woman. "'Um, more, please.' "'The pale woman took it, giddily, "'and jogged back to the kitchen line. "'Looks like they really missed us this time, huh?' "'Ironside sauntered behind her. two young girls sitting on his power-armored shoulders. "'His daughters. "'Yeah, it would appear so.' "'She paused to heft one of the little girls "'on her own shoulders. "'It's not like we were on a suicide mission or something, right?' The little girl was toying with the elkhorns fixed to her headgear. Auntie Lily, we all know one day we're fated to die, right? We're just glad it wasn't this day. As the child berated her with questions about what the forest was like or how many bad guys they got, a darkness began to spread over Lilith's mind. How many widows and orphans did I make today?